Cooper Rush has a perfect starting record, 3-0. He's won both of his starts this season since he stepped in for an injured Dak Prescott. Shannon, let's continue the quarterback debate on a scale of 1-10. to 10. How sure are you that Cooper Rush will get an exposed as an undrafted fraud? Well, I think he's a solid quarterback, but it, the, the, I think the way we want to position this is that do I see something special and could he go on and be a start in this league? I'm going to say a nine because how many guys go undrafted, spend five years as a backup and turn into something historically great? Tony Romo was undrafted, but Tony Romo did not spend the first five years of his career as a backup. Tony Romo probably spent a year, maybe two years, two, two years max, and then he was into the starting lineup, and he never looked back. But he was undrafted he was a, out of a small school, yeah, Eastern Illinois, yeah, still, and he I, did make four Pro Bowls. Yes, I'm not saying – I'm not – but five years. The quick, I mean, he's been a career backup. How many times have we seen a backup backup for five years, forget the position, and then all of a sudden turn into something historically great? It's much more likely this is what he is, a backup quarterback. And you keep talking about he's won three games. He's won three games. If you look at those three games, look at his defense. He scored 20, 20, and 23 points. That's what he's done. Mm -hmm. Look at his defenses in those performances. So for me, when Dak is healthy – I don't know when that's going to be. That goes back into the starting lineup. So the way that you can that we can find out if he's more than just a undrafted free agent quarterback, let's see how many teams line up after the season, offer him fifteen to twenty million dollars to be their starting quarterback. Otherwise, it's a moot point. Mm. Well, I I can't vouch for the the sanity of all these other teams no, 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 because skip. they all keep making they swing and miss no, no, at quarterbacks skip. like crazy no, they, they that, might. that's not the measuring stick but the fact of the matter is if somebody's going to think they did it with jimmy g they did it with brock osweiler we've seen them take chances on guys ryan fitzpatrick josh mccown quarterback after quarterback after quarterback if he's what you said he'll stop talking about oh and they make mistakes there some teams do make mistakes. It's hard to evaluate a player, regardless of position, it's even harder for the quarterback position. But if he's what you said he is, somebody has to be able to see what's going on. What, what did I say he was? You th oh, he should be the starter. He's just as good as Dak Prescott. That's what you said. No, I, I've questioned you about it. Can you show me one game since the Brady game that started last season? Not this one, but last season. The Thursday night I game. I give you five Dak, years of tape. Okay, Dak threw for 403 in that game. I'm talking about what have you done for me oh, lately. Oh, now all of a sudden, what, lately. that's not what you said last year. Wait, 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 wait. That's not what you said last segment. Yeah. You went way back to last year. In five years, in Super Bowl, in 2018. What's highly amusing about this <laughs> is until Cooper Rush came out of nowhere and – shocked you, hit you right between the eyes, you kept telling me Dak Prescott was middle of the pack Dak, that he's nothing but an average quarterback. You've said it a thousand times and will never be better than average. But Cooper Rush isn't that. Uh, Cooper Rush has been at least above average. He has played three games in a row, three. including the one last year. It wasn't in a row, but two in a row this year. Three total games, all of which, if I put the tape in and show you the tape, and I, you don't know who this guy is and you don't know who that Dak guy is, if I just showed you blind tape on these two guys and I showed you Dak's tape going back to the game after the opening night game on Thursday night at Tom Brady, all the rest of the games last year, the playoff game last year, the opening night game this year against Tampa, if I showed you all that tape versus the three games of tape on Cooper Rush, you'd say, this guy's way better than that guy. No, That's what you would say. Are you going to show me them running for a buck 76? 
Are you going to show me the, 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 the Cowboys? Okay, maybe the offense is operating at a higher level, much more efficiently and effectively <laughs> and smoothly with Cooper Rush at quarterback. My eye test is high, high, high on Cooper Rush because I get you. He, he shows no emotion. He has zero swag. So there's nothing to clamp onto. He says n- next to nothing after games except, I'm just going to go try to win another football so, game. So in other words, you're saying that Dak Prescott should not get his job back when he's healthy. We, we need to see when he's going to be healthy and what Cooper Rush does against Washington, maybe against the Rams. Let's see what happens. I need two more games, body of work. No, you, you've been telling me three games is more than enough. I you haven't said that. that. Yes, you did. You said it all day yesterday. No, no, I didn't say it's more than enough. You said three games is a large body of work. Okay, all right. Now it's my turn to answer Jen's question. Scale of one to ten, how sure am I that he will soon be exposed, Cooper Rush, as an undrafted fraud. That was the question. And you went to a nine. Skip. So you are dead sure he's going to be fraudulent. He's no, a mirage. No, no. What I'm saying is he's a backup quarterback. And I believe that's all he'll ever be. Okay. All when right. you say fraud, I'm not saying that he's going to go. I believe if you're thinking that he's going to turn into something historically great, a Pro Bowl, a all-pro player, he's a fraud. Okay. That's, that's, that's going right. to be okay. fraudulent. All right. I'm going to answer this question by going up to a four on a scale of 10. I'm not going to go to a five because I'm more positive than negative on Cooper Rush okay. so far, so good. I would like to think and call myself an objective Cowboy fan. That may be oxymoronic, but, but again, but okay. I'm an objective Cowboy fan. Here's what I know about Cooper Rush, undrafted out of Central Michigan. It was six years ago. He's not a baby. You would have me if he were an undrafted rookie. You would have me if he were an undrafted second-year player. But you don't have me right now because he's been in the system for six years well, then, without ever getting an opportunity. Well, they had Dak Prescott. Well, what what, what okay. does that mean? Well, you have an, uh, an unquestioned starter, right? And Jerry, two years ago, gave him the sun and the moon. And he took Jerry to the cleaners, and then he took him all the way to the bank to the point that Jerry had to sit there at the press conference and say, you got me. You, you, you fleeced me. That's basically what Jerry said. Okay, well, you can't argue with that. You, you can't replace that because you're stuck with it. But they had Cooper Rush okay. on the team. All right, well, sure they did as a backup, and they weren't even sure what he was as a backup because he never got a chance to play in a real game. And they still not. Time out. I'm still going. It's my turn. Would you believe that over these six years that he has been the backup quarterback, Would you believe that he has attempted in preseason games 269 passes? Would you believe over the last six years that's tied with Chase Daniel for the second most preseason passes attempted in the whole league, second only to Nate Peterman? Believe it or not, he's attempted the most passes Mm -hmm. in preseason games. Okay, you can dismiss it. You're playing with twos against threes or whatever you are. I get it. It's just preseason. But it's real football. It's NFL football. You're running the offense that he is now running, and you're getting to do it against, quote-unquote, professional football players at this level. It's gold. He, he got to feast on the experience of the preseason because, as we know, Jerry says Dak is never going to play a preseason. He just doesn't play a snap in the preseason. So the bulk of the snaps, almost the vast majority of the snaps, have been going to Cooper Rush. Yes. He's 28 years old. And all of a sudden, when he got his chance, he was completely ready for his chance. So let's look at degree of difficulty. What is one of the biggest choke stages in your sport? Well, it's Sunday night football. Well, he had to start on Sunday night on the solo NFL stage 
at Minnesota, it's a loud, crazy place to play. It's one. A lot of people think it's the loudest place. I know the Superdome is loud, and we can go on and on. Mm-hmm. And fight, but but it gets loud and crazy up there. He gets thrown into the fire. They're the underdogs in the game against Kirk Cousins. You love Kirk Cousins, and. He pulls it out with 55 seconds left by throwing a clutch touchdown pass to Amari Cooper, who's obviously no longer there. So the clutch touchdown brought the score to what? 20 to 16. Okay, I got it. Okay, I, I give you that. But then all of a sudden, we see him up against a team that nearly won the Super Bowl, a team that would have won its opening game if it didn't have a backup snapper who botched uh, an extra point that would have won the game and a chip shot, just a little 23-yard field goal that would have won the game, both, both botched because of bad snaps, okay? That's how close Cincinnati came to beating Pittsburgh in the opener. So they come to Dallas, and you think they'd just be spoiling to put the Cowboys away and get on, back on track at 1-1, one and one, and they got Cooper rushed. Cooper Rush looked like he was down and out. And in the last minute of the game, he completes three straight passes against a Bengals defense that at the end of the year last year went to Patrick Mahomes and shut him down. They beat him at Patrick Mahomes. But you do realize, like, you don't get to transfer what you did last okay, year to this right, season. Okay, so how are they looking now? Okay, they're exactly the same defense as they were a year ago. But they got Cooper rushed. And he set up. It was a long field. It was 50 yards. But Maher wasn't Brett the Frat that night. He made it from 50 yards. And he walked off the Cincinnati Bengals. Right. And then all of a sudden. That walk-up field goal. How many, so what that made the score? 20 to 17. Okay. So, again, that's another 20. Okay. That's another 20-point right. out. All right. Okay. You got it. I'm going to get to a guy who this is reminding me of. But then we get to Monday night. What is the biggest choke stage in your sport? What is the stage upon which – undrafted frauds get exposed. The, the, the greatest degree of difficulty as far as pressure and expectation is when you're going up to play the Giants in the Big Apple when they are on fire. They're the talk of the league. They got Brian Dayball. They got Wink Martindale. They got a defense that Shannon Sharp uttered these words. It is much improved. It's way better than it used to be. Skip. And they're going to, as Shannon Sharp said, they're going to heat up Cooper Rush. Some, they're going to come after him with everything. Skip. They're going to throw 10 kitchens yeah. sinks against You can him. be improved and still not be very good. Oh, so that's is, what is that possible? So there's no. no such thing as being improved but still not being good. Okay, against an undrafted backup quarterback out of Central Michigan, you'd think that they would have a night of nights. What? You would think they would feast. So what is that? Guess how many times they got him on the ground? None. Exactly. Okay, none. They, yeah. Because he operates. <clears throat> Cooper Rush has been more consistently accurate to my eye than Dak has been. And Dak's a pretty accurate passer, but he's not as accurate as this kid is. 28-year-old's not even a kid anymore. This kid, on, on just sheer anticipation, it, it's rare what he's doing because he's got a nice arm. It's not a big arm. It's sort of a Brady-esque kind of an arm. But he is anticipating and speed reading defenses at a very high rate. He was killing the Giants because he was finding the soft spot before they could get to him with an extra rusher. He stood strong in the pocket because he is fearlessly poised in the pocket. And he took a bunch of shots in the mouth from people who got to him a split second late. But he's finding the open receiver. He's throwing to Peyton Hendershot, undrafted rookie out of Indiana. That's the kind he's making a star out of Noah Brown, who was the forgotten man who had no rapport in connection with Dak Prescott. Right. Mm -hmm. There's no Dalton Schultz. There's no Michael Gallup. Obviously, there's no Amari Cooper. Yet he keeps operating the offense at a very high level. And when it's time to go clutch, 
He is unspectacularly clutch. And my point is, he's throwing darts under pressure when they fall behind 13 to 6. Saquon gets loose, and it felt like the sky was falling on my Cowboys. And guess what he does? He goes back-to-back drives down 13-6 to in the fourth quarter up there in New Jersey against those red-hot big blue giants. And he goes back-to-back and completes 12 out of 13 passes over two drives for 129 yards. Nothing that spectacular except they just marched and marched and marched all the way to a 2013 lead. And I'm saying... That's clutch. It's quietly clutch. It's subtly clutch, but it's sweetly clutch. Okay. okay. If, I, if, I, if I wrote down what you said, you said he has better accuracy than Dak. Yep. He runs the offense better than Dak. He's cheaper than Dak. So that I should, didn't say he was cheaper, but obviously he, he is. Okay. So that should be your starter. So moving mm-hmm. forward, he should be the starter over Dak Prescott. No, I'll give Dak his job back, but I, I got to tell you, he is now on notice. Whoa, whoa, and people whoa. say, there's no quarterback. Yeah, there is a quarterback controversy. It's right here right now because all of a sudden there is a threat, an imminent threat to Dak Prescott's job security. I'm, I'm happy to give him his job back. You better, perform, you better perform up to this young man's level. A guy that has better accuracy, he runs the offense better, he's – 38, $39 million. Yeah, do, you, do you understand anticipation at the quarterback position? Yeah. It's everything. It's everything. You have to feel it, see it, read it before the defense even yeah. knows that you smell it. Yeah. And then you get rid of the ball quickly and accurately, and you hit people right in the hands. Yeah. So could, just to demonstrate, could we see the throw? And by the way, he is a slick ball handler. On play action, he's killing teams with play action well, was, because you have to be able to fake it effectively and convincingly. Play action only works if you can run okay, the football. Well, obviously it does. So you got to run. You got to run early yes. and you got to run effectively. Yes. But if we could see the throw to C.D. Lamb that unfortunately was not caught, tell me he didn't drop a dime on this one. Tell me it's, it's play action. But if we could see this, a little quick fake, and he sets up and throws. That, that ball's got underrated velocity on it. No, it was a great. That, that, was, a that, was, a, that, was, a, that was a terrible a play fake, too. Yeah. Just so well, you know that, that was just, terrible. He just sort of waved that play yeah, fake. Exactly. It didn't even really matter to the throw. That's a sweet throw. You, you couldn't hit, you, you couldn't with a laser position that no, football better, I, right? That, that was a great throw. Okay, and then how about the throw for the touchdown to CD? Yeah. You, you liked it. That was, great, that was a great it, throw. Right? Okay, great we throw. could see the one that, this is the one that put them ahead. Three step, yeah. well, baby step, just, but it was right back pylon yeah. over the outside shoulder. It was yeah. great, great. Not a lot of air under no. it. He decided to throw it a little bit more on the line, but he throws sweet spirals. Yeah, yeah he sees the guy wins right now. Yeah. There's no reason to put air up okay. under it. He wins okay. right now. Let's get in the ball. Okay, I got it. He is seeing it very quickly. Yeah. Then let's go to fourth and four at the Giants 41. This is the play of the game. This is going to sink or swim for the Dallas yeah. Cowboys. And he goes to CD for four yards. And he had to put some mustard on this. And you have to have some guts to throw it. you got a, a, a free rusher is coming right into your face. And he hits him right in the hands. I, I, I got to tell you, it's a pretty clutch throw given the magnitude and the circumstance of a Monday night football game. Yeah. Every quarterback in the league knows. He sees the slot defender slightly positioned inside, and he's looking at him. Well, I know he's not guarding CD, so see, if the guy over CD is going to come, that means the safety. But he's too far down to get to stop me from getting this first down. The safety was supposed to start creeping because he knows it's a slot blitz, so he starts to creep down. And so the minute that CD opens up to catch the ball, it's got to be a collision. The ball comes out. That didn't happen. Give Cooper well, Rush I cr- thought CD took a pretty 
good shot as the ball arrived. Pretty good shot. But if you look at this, Skip, the safety is supposed to start coming down sooner because he knows the blitz is coming off that side, and he has the guy that the slot defender is over. So he's coming from too much depth to to influence. But it can't. In the end, it was a bang, bang, throw and play. It was bang, bang. No, no, it's supposed to be bang. One collision. It's supposed to be bang, balls out. I I got it. But in the end, I'm watching him operate, and it reminds me, and I'm not going here, but I'm just telling you what it reminds me of. I was the biggest Joe Montana fan because he'd gone 4-0 in the Super Bowls, and I was close to his quarterback coach, Paul Hackett, and his head coach, Bill Walsh. But in that first year, in 2001, I was covering the Raiders. I covered the tuck rule game, and they got absolutely jobbed and robbed. It was a snow job game. Yeah. So I'm with everybody. That, that launched wrongly a dynasty. But when I went back and looked at the numbers of that game, I, I, I couldn't buy into Brady because it just looked so ordinary right. to me. But you go back and look at all the third downs he converted. I know it's snowing, and, right. and, and maybe you got better footing than the DBs have. Mm-hmm. But he kept making throw after clutch throw after clutch throw. And then, obviously, got hurt at Pittsburgh, and, and Drew Bledsoe had to come in and save the day. But in the Super Bowl, he didn't put up big numbers. You always say, well, I already do. Well, then, all of a sudden, it came time in that last drive. John Madden's up in the booth saying, they got to shut it down, just play for overtime. Throw after throw after little throw. They're, they're not spectacular. No. He, he completes five straight passes, and all of a sudden, wait a second. It reminded me just like the Cincinnati game at, yeah. at Jerry World. Wait, they got a 49-yard field? Yeah, and they just happen to have the greatest kicker in the history of pro football, and he nails it from 49 yards, and they walk it off. Right. Okay, so that's how Cooper Rush is. I'm not saying he's going to become Tom Brady, but early Brady was just like this, where you're saying, that can't be. Well, I, I think the thing is, if Brady has sat on the bench for five years, I just think the thing is, Skip, is that Coach Belichick had seen, uh, had seen something Sure. that when, when Bledsoe got hurt, there was no question that he was going to stick with Tom. Okay, but I'm sure a lot of the media in New England oh, yeah. was saying, okay, six games, seven games, eight games in. Right. Oh, let's, let's, it's Drew Bledsoe's job. Give and, it back to Drew Bledsoe. Skip, the money was very similar because you remember that uh, Bledsoe had just signed he that just $100 million dollar contract. Okay. And Brady was a six-round draft pick, so he's not making a ton of money. Okay. So back to the original question, I, I will give you, History would warn you. Yes. It, it would actually scream at you. Yes. It would scream at you. No, 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 no. Right. Be careful. You're going to fall right on your face. At some point, they'll just figure him out. But my point to you is he's played at such a high level. One game would be an aberration. Two games, you could say, that's just a coincidence. But three games. Three games is the norm, huh, for him? It's not the norm. It's like, wait a second. This is starting to look legit to me. That's what it's starting to look like. It's not just an aberration or an outlier. Okay. 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 So here we go. So you feel comfortable? Well, I'm taking it just like Cooper said. I'm taking it a game and no, 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 I got to no, no. see Washington. That ain't what we do. That ain't what we do no, up no. here at Undisputed. No, no. We don't take it game by game. We we prognosticate. Okay. Well, we I, okay. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll be real broad about this. Okay. The heat has been turned up, way up under Dak Prescott. Dak, I ain't got word yeah. about that. Oh, really? No. Okay. Well, I think he does no. because there are no more excuses, no more passes for Dak Prescott. Okay. Okay. You better complete pass. Well, the next game up, gentlemen, for Skip's Cowboys, those Washington Commanders, they're coming into Dallas. Man. That game's coming up on Fox. When we come back, we're going to move on to the NBA. Training camp's now underway. Steve Nash giving us some insight on what he's going to expect from Ben Simmons this okay. season. Uh-oh. You don't want to miss what he had to say. That's next on Undisputed. 
This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. When talking about Ben Simmons, Nets head coach Steve Nash said, quote, I don't care if he ever shoots a jump shot. He said that what makes Simmons special is playmaking and versatility. Shannon, did you like or have a problem with what Nash said about Ben Simmons? I didn't like it. And that all sounds well and good until you get into the fourth quarter and the team neutralized your other four players and they forced him to shoot the shot. And then what happens? Doc Rivers said shoot the, the free throw or the shot. Yeah, either one. Because, no, he'll pass up the shot. And then if you foul him, guess what's going to happen? Clank, clank. Or maybe if you're fortunate enough, he'll go 50%. He'll make one of the two. Mm. And that was all I'm saying. Skip, it sounds good. I don't, mm. We got enough scoring. We got Kyrie. We got KD, yada, yada, yada. Let that sink in for a second. You're talking about a man that, that plays the guard position, and you said, I don't care if he don't shoot a jump shot. Really? So basically, you're willing to play late in the ball game. He's going to become unplayable. Because I'm going to make it skip. He's not going to be, he's not going to be a cheerleader. I'm going to make him become an active participant in this game. Oh, he's going to, he's going, I'm going to, guess what? If I get behind, I'll hack a shack. I can do that up to two minutes. Oh, I'm going to slow this game down, and I'm going to get right back in it. So he's going to have to shoot, be it a jump shot or a free throw, but he's going to shoot something because mm. I'm going to make it. How? Can you, why would you even say this? Why would you reinforce that? No, I'm going to encourage him. We want him to shoot. And if he makes it, fine. If he doesn't, that's fine, too. But I want him to be unafraid of shooting because right now he is afraid. Mm. It's not that he can't shoot because we see him in practice. We see him in the game and, and, and warm-ups and stuff like that. He's shooting. No, he's not. He's afraid. And therein lies the problem. And as you, if you're afraid to do something, the more that a moment arrives and it puts you in that situation, guess what? Mm. He's going to fold again. Mm. So I didn't like it. Because you talk about a guy, and Skip, you gave me, oh, he's been an all-star. He's been an all-defensive player. None of that meant anything in the game seven against Atlanta. No, even though he was rookie of the year, he was two-time first-team all-defense and three-time all-star. All-star. And, he, and, I, and, and he, he, in the fourth quarter, he becomes player with that resume because he's afraid to shoot. Okay. I cannot defend that final point that you just made because that is the point. I, I can't speak to right now Ben's 
fragile sort of psychological and maybe even physical health because he is coming off back surgery. So right. I, I, I can't speak to it because I don't know how that's going to play out. Right. I do think Steve Nash is going to be good for him because I think he's, he's good when it comes to the psychological right. side. So I think however much he can help him, he will. But is he fixable? Is he savable? Right. Can you bring him back? To Encourage where he, him to shoot, not yes. not to shoot. Okay. I have witnessed games in which he's made 10 out of 12 free throws. The problem becomes late in the game when you have to make them because they're putting the spotlight on you yeah. saying, can you make them? We're going to hack a bin. We're going to force you to go stand there by yourself 15 feet away. Can you make one? And unfortunately in that game, he could not. And it got so bad that he is literally, he's passing up a dunk because he's fearful he's going to get fouled on a right. dunk where at least you could have dunked it and, and, and maybe just dunk him, in the, dunk, him in, yeah. dunk him in the basket. Yeah, dunk him, and, and even if you have to go shoot one more, at least you got two out of at it. At least you got two right? out of it, okay. yes. But I, I did love what Steve Nash said about him because I got to tell you, this still very young man is an extraordinary basketball player given everything else but what, what you said, and that could be the biggest but right. of all. But, but the point is, here's Nash's quote. He's just an incredible playmaker because he's a really yes. big-time passer. Size, speed, ability, unselfishness. He's always looking to get guys open. He's a great screener, which is he high IQ. He gets it. Terrific vision. And the point is, Nash is saying, I, I, I'm not afraid to play him as my five on defense. He's 6'11". Right. So it's Magic-esque. You remember Magic, obviously, had to play for Kareem in, in game, game, six. game six of the Philadelphia NBA Finals. And, and he dominated the game as the five, right. you know, because Magic could do that. I right. saw Magic in a game against then my Dallas Mavericks. It was game seven at the forum is to get to the finals against Roy Detroit. Tarpley. And Roy Tarpley is seven feet tall. And in the fourth quarter, Magic just said, I got him. Magic 6'9", and he, he's stout, physical, right. got grown man strength, and he just took Roy Tarpley out of the game. But the, the point is, Ben can do that because Ben is longer than Magic was, and he's two inches taller. Right. And I'm a better defender than Magic. You yeah. know, we get well, Magic. Well, but defender. I'll never forget what he did to little Maestre, little Trey Young in game seven. Very quietly, Trey was going five of 23 in that game because. Ben was defending – how tall is Trey? Six feet six. or whatever he is. Okay, he's, you would he, give him six. We got six and 11 defending six feet tall mm -hmm. because he's just engulfing him with his wingspan. He's just saying – Right. At, at the half court line, he's just going – You can't get by me. You, right. can't do, you can't shoot over me right. because he's agile. He's quick. And he is one of the fastest players in the league with the ball in his hands going up the court. Well, well, Nash loves all that because Nash loves the, the, the all-around game because that's how you won back-to-back -back MVPs. Skip, aren't this concerning to you? A man that's been in the league six years and he hasn't improved his jump shot? Yeah, I, I don't get it because that's in your head. Skip, look at Lonzo because Ball. Because to your point, I watch him shoot it in practice. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with, with the, the, the functional shot. Look at Lonzo. He's yeah. injured now. But look at Lonzo. Well, he from fixed it. He was shooting 42% from Look at John. Skip, it's hard for me to believe yeah. that somebody, that if you went I, I and, buy that. Any, I, I don't care what it is. Skip, yeah. I don't care what the task is. I might not have ever done anything. But if you give me a six-year span, yep. I will get okay. I might not become great at it. Yep. I'm not, they're not asking him to become Clay or Steph or Dame Lillard shooting the basketball. But you mean to tell me you can't get incrementally better? 
Good point. So Good question. my question is now, when you go to the gym, what exactly are you working on? Okay, so Nash is trying to take all the pressure off him by saying, a lot of nights he will be our five on defense, and every night he will be our point guard. Right. Okay, so what, what a dichotomy is that? Right. Who, who does that except some magic? But, but this is like on an every night basis. I think they're thinking he's a better defender than Nicky Claxton is. At, how tall is he? He's like 6'10". Six, 6'11", six, six, yeah, yeah. That, that range. But they're saying we, we just might play him on defense in the middle of the lane on, on the because big Because the guy. thing is with him on the offensive end, he can be our playmaker. Nicky Claxton's not going to be no, a playmaker. No, no. But the versatility is off the charts. It's almost unprecedented. Yeah. I, I've never heard of anything like this. Oh, go. Well, okay, I'll oh, give you that. You remember what he did to Tim Duncan? Okay, I'll give you remember you what that. they did to Duncan? I don't and, and, and Tiago, you remember what we Tiago? You just went from Tim Duncan to Tiago. <laughs> well, we did, but that's, that's the range we do. Okay. We do right. Nurkic, we do Splitter. Right. It doesn't okay. matter. Okay, I'll give you some of that. <laughs> but LeBron is 6'9". We're talking yeah. about 6'11". We're talking about LeBron-esque basketball IQ. And, and yet, to your point... The big hole in this is Nash is saying, just play the point, distribute, because think of what he's distributing to. Uh, Kevin Durant, Kyrie, how about Seth Curry? How about Patty Mills? How about Joe Harris? TJ Warren? I can just keep on keeping on. They're just, they go eight deep in shooters. He doesn't need to shoot. Until he has to shoot. Exactly. Okay, I, I give Skip, you. I'm going to make him a participant. He's not going to be a cheerleader. You're not going to be like, good, hey, good job, Katie. Good job, Kyrie. Good shot, Seth. No, 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 no. But remember, the beauty is this is the antithesis of what we usually see because usually we see guys who really can't shoot who are who just demand to shoot. Right. They're going to jack it up every chance right. they get. And you say, stop it. Mm-hmm. Like Westbrook last year, he's just going to brick. He's, he's going to shoot them. It's just like the quarterback. Well, I don't need him to throw. I don't need him to throw for 300 yards. You don't need your quarterback to throw until you need him to throw. Because guess what? I'm going to make it come a point in time in the fourth quarter, Skip. And you're going to need a throw to get this first down or to get you in field goal range. And then guess what? Now all of a sudden, well, well, but I just can't believe a man this talented, Skip, hadn't worked on that. Come on now, Skip. But he is still capable. I, I saw him that one night at Utah when there was no Joel Embiid. Yeah. Against Rudy Gobert. Remember, he got 40. I, I, I remember that, Skip, but you gave me one instance in a six-year career. I'm going to need more. Yeah. Well, he's capable. I, I've seen him do Are we it. sure this he's is, capable? all in the head. Yes. Okay. Highly sure. And to your point, I like it that Nash is taking the pressure off, but I think very quietly he will start to turn up the heat by building confidence in this kid. He's still a kid to me. Yeah. And, until... Um, there was even two years ago he was going to shoot threes. We saw a video of him right. shooting threes in practice because he can make them. Okay. Shoot them. Shoot them. We got to yeah. shoot, Skip. Work on it. Go to the gym. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what he's working on the gym. Mm. But he ain't gotten better shooting the shot. Not yet. Well, at least, gentlemen, Ben Simmons says he's feeling good after that back surgery and then, of course, the ongoing mental health issues. He's got a couple of preseason practices under his belt now and says he's doing great. Good. All right, moving on. Should the undefeated Dolphins, yes, undefeated Dolphins, be underdogs tonight? We'll dive into that when we get back. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise in Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. 
so you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me, that's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Joe Burrow and the one and two Bengals are a three and a half point favorite according to Fox Bet Sportsbook going into tonight's game against Tua and those undefeated Dolphins. Shannon, who wins and why? Skip, I'm going to take the Dolphins. I've been very impressed with what I've seen for Tua. Uh, the offense has been opened up. They've given them playmakers, uh, added uh, Tyreek Hill. Jalen Waddle was there last year coming off an outstanding rookie season. And he's picked right up where he's left off uh, his rookie season. We know what Tyreek brings. I like Gasicki. They got a second tight end. They can run the ball. I, mean, I think they're going to need to run it a little better. They have Mostert um, uh, uh, and uh, Edmonds, but I think they need to run it just a, a tad better. That defense is better than people give it credit for. And one of the best signings that has gone unnoticed is Melvin Ingram. Uh, South Carolina uh, uh, kid, mm-hmm. uh, and he's been unbelievable. As a matter of fact, he was just voted, if I'm not mistaken, AFC Defensive Player of the Month. A uh, couple of sacks, forced fumble, fumble recovery, uh, 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 got a pick six for a touchdown. He's played really, really well, Skip. And Joe Burrow's taken a lot of hits, Skip. 15 sacks in three games already, tied for most in the NFL. Uh, 29 hits taken, second most in the NFL. And he had... I mean, it's kind of hard to pick up where you left off last year when you find yourself picking yourself up off the ground. What we thought is that that revamped offensive line, and they spent a lot of money on that. They got uh, a Karras from uh, uh, New England. Yep. They got uh, one of the guys from, uh, I think, Marpet got they him did. from uh, yep. Tampa. Mm-hmm. And they signed Lyle Collins and free agency from the Cowboys. Skip, they've been bad. They've been bad. And I thought they were going to be better than what they were. And so I, I'm going to take, take the Bengals in a close game. Mm. Um I think uh, uh, Tua does a great job. Going to do a great job of getting the ball to his playmakers, and that's what he can do. He's, he's been getting the ball to his playmakers. They've been making plays. So I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the uh, the Dolphins in a close game tonight. And you will be wrong about that. <laughs> yeah. No, you just want Tua. You just want Burrow because that's your guy. You you hitched your wagon to him. Tua used to be your guy. Then you jumped completely no, off the bandwagon. Like now you got one like one toe up on the bandwagon. I still like right? Tua. They, still- they, they did a great job, Skip, because what did they do? They went back and gave him what he had at Alabama. Mm. When you got Judy and you got Ruggs and you got Waddle, you got Devontae Smith and you got all these guys, mm. Najee Harris and you got these guys running. Mm. Hey, just get it to your guys and let them make plays for you, mm. too. Dolphins are extremely overrated. If you look hard at what has happened, 
They took advantage of Mac Jones and company in Miami in game one because they just destroyed Mac Jones. And I will give you that, but I don't think New England is very good, as we just spoke of in the previous topic. They needed a miracle to come back on your Ravens. A miracle. It took a miracle. I still don't know did how Did they do happened. that? They did it. Okay. But they were dead and buried in that game. Am I right? Because they're down three touchdowns. Two of them, they wrote him off. But yep. he didn't write back. Oh, I don't think he said that. I think he borrowed <laughs> that from Gino. Didn't he? I did, I did. And maybe he should have borrowed that from Gino. <laughs> I thought they were extremely fortunate to survive, excuse me, survive Buffalo because they got absolutely dominated by Buffalo and they won. Yeah. And I kept looking at the numbers on Monday morning and I said, how did this happen? Yeah. I don't know, except that that quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. He didn't make the key play, key play, key play, but two it did. Yeah, see? Made you one, one key throw to Waddle down the middle on third and forever. It, it third broke, and 22. Yeah, third and 22. He made a throw that basically won the football yeah. game. But then they tried to give it back. They had the butt punt. They said, <laughs> here, here, Josh, you can have it. We, we don't deserve it. We're really not that good. We were very overrated. Josh, the game is yours. And Josh can't hack it. <clears throat> and then he dumps one. To his little running back who can't get out of bounds. Yes. And all of a sudden, they can't clock it, and they wind up not having a long-distance yes, field goal to you win. Ca- you counted two out. Yeah. I counted him in. You counted him in? So you're back on the two bandwagon, says Shannon Sharp. This is more – Skip, this is more – it's hard to say that there's a more talented skill set of, a skill I'll, set of I'll, guys. I'll give you that, <laughs> except, except the one you're going to see on the other side tonight because – is, is Jamar Chase still a Bengal? Yeah. I, I think he yeah. is. Is T. Higgins still there? I don't know. He, he kind of be, he had, had that concussion the first game. I think he missed the second game. I don't know what – I didn't really watch this game last week. Yep. So it's going to be interesting if, if he's back and how okay. Boyd played big, had played Tyler big Boyd. for him. Okay. And Hayden Hurst is the new tight end. Yeah. He's he's pretty yeah. good. I, I like him. I like. Is Joe Mixon still there? Yeah, he's yeah. still there. Is Samaji P. Ryan still there? Yep. Let me ask you a question. There. They still got uh, uh, Williams blocking? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Lyle Collins still blocking. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Harris still blocking. Yep. My pet still blocking. Okay. Who was the most sacked quarterback by far last year in the Joe regular Burrow. season and in the postseason? Joe Burrow. It wasn't even close. It yes. was 51 times yeah, in the Joey regular B. and 19 times. It was way more than anybody else in the postseason. Guess who almost won the Super Bowl? The Bengals. And why didn't they win they it? Almost won Why it. didn't they win it? Because Vaughn Miller and Leonard Floyd in 99 started eating. They started eating. And and this this was the thing, Skip. You said they redid that offensive line. I can't tell. Give them time. Maybe tonight they come together. I ain't got no time. When y'all get time, I'm picking myself up off the ground. He's like, I'm knocking on wood (laughs) for him. It, It feels like he's indestructible, even though he had the knee injury. But last year he was indestructible. He's still a top five quarterback. Pro Football Focus still graded him last year, start to finish, all the way through the Super Bowl, as the number one quarterback in all of pro football. He's really, really good. Of the young quarterbacks, he's the closest thing I see to Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. And I believe you're going to see that on display on Thursday Night Football tonight because they need to get healthier faster because I think they're still the team that will win the AFC. They, they have to win this game tonight, especially on a big stage against a hot team. I ain't even picked them to win the division. Mm. I got Lamar. I got LJ. Okay. All right. Well, you could be right about that, but I got Orange. I got Bengals. I got Burrow. And they coming out there and they throw back. They, they tiger white helmets yeah. and everything. Yep. 
Two are just gonna come out there and carve them up. Is he gonna yeah, carve, carve them up like a, like a thing? Like yeah, like a Halloween pumpkin. You know, I still see those passages hang and hang in the air, and I say, is it ever gonna get there? It might, hey, they so wide open. <laughs> they don't need it's like smoke's coming out of the back of the ball. It's like skip. You like but it's you, coughing and belching trying to get home. What what about that dart that he threw to the tight end? Cray crap. I didn't, I didn't see. Oh, to the further. Yeah, you saw that dart. Mm, that's pretty good. I mean, he's no Cooper Rush, but uh, you know, there you but, go, Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> Cooper Rush has a better arm. You got to give him. No, that. he's got a better arm than Tua does. Tua's got a soft arm. It, it still does. is. He's going to drive Tyreek nuts. Maybe it's something about like the left-handed quarterback skill. But, but, but left-handed quarterbacks always throw with touch. I mean, you look at Steve, you look at Kenny uh, Stabler, uh, Jim Zorn. None that's of them good. have like like the Elway or the Mahomes type. I, yeah. Uh, maybe that's – see, left-handed pitchers, they make all the money. They don't be th- – my, my little Tua at University of Oklahoma, he's got a pretty good arm. He's got a much better arm. I couldn't tell him they get K-State. He put up – what was it? Not 35 points. points or whatever it was. But we gave up 41. Ooh, it was a disaster. Hold on. You just told me Brett Venables. Ooh, he played defense in the Big 12. And Martinez. He said all along they were holding me back at Nebraska. Mm-hmm. He got with a new team and ran wild. He ran right down our throats. I, I've never been more disappointed in an Oklahoma football coach than I was in Brent Venables. I did not see that coming. I did. You can listen to my podcast that just got posted today, and I, I go crazy about you it. You know who saw it coming? Yeah. God did. He saw it coming, God too. Did? Yeah, he saw it coming. Really? I told you y'all were overrated. You didn't want to hear that. You You're overrated. You had no idea. I did. I thought we were destined to get even with stinking Lincoln no, in the national oh, semifinal, oh, 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 and no. it's over. No, 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 no. Yeah. You, what, you get one of the most then big I had behemoths. I sit and watch stinking Lincoln survive at Oregon State right after my game because Caleb threw a late touchdown Skip, pass. you know it's going to be – going to really hurt if he's in the college football playoff. You know it's going to really hurt if he's in the college football playoff, Skip. It's going to really hurt. Kill me. <laughs> yeah. Why you care? You say you get your blast thinking like a go. We got us a real coach. We got yeah, Brent Venable. I thought we had a real defense. You, and we got real nothing. We gave up 41 at home as a 13-point yeah. favorite over a team that had just lost at home to Tulane. Y'all, they had a real defense that y'all had the Selman brothers. Well, this, this is <laughs> legit. We went to Nebraska and just shut them down. Yeah, yeah like, Nebraska really skipped. Yeah, they just fired They just lost to Georgia Southern. That yeah. Nebraska. No. They've lost all, damn near all their games.